Welcome to the Realty Podcast, where Jillian and Catherine Hyde, Vegas dwellers and real estate sellers. Want the realty on realty? Let us pour you a cup. Learn all about the ins and outs of Las Vegas and how to set yourself up for financial success. Thanks for tuning in. Let's sip some tea. Hello and welcome back to The Real Tea. Today is an extra special episode because I am joined with my brother, the Vegas homeboy, Jeremy Hyde. That's me. So today we're going to be discussing being young in real estate, purchasing a first home, things to consider, all that good stuff. So Jeremy, as a realtor now and as a new adult new what adult. Would you suggest? <laughs> like i'm looking to buy what do i need how do i get ready well there's okay. a few things i think the most important thing or at least way to get started off of is um to speak with a lender and get pre-approved and find out uh what kind of roadmap that sets you up for and what price point you are looking in and what kind of monthly payment you want to make on your home uh, and that's if you're financing right. um that way, uh, you don't look at houses out of budget, so you don't disappoint yourself, and um, you're able to see uh, realistically what your options are. I also think that um, it's important to figure out your time frame and to understand if you're currently renting, when does your lease end, um, and look a little bit before it ends. That way you can set up a home for you to move into um, without having to renegotiate a lease or go month to month or anything like that. And um, Lastly, I think when you're looking for a real estate agent, um, it's important to interview people and don't go with the first person you find, unless it's me. <laughs> but um, yeah, I would interview people and find out how uh, many transactions have done, uh, even within just the past year, to see if they are an active agent who is currently gaining that experience or understanding um, what's going on in the market today. Right, that's definitely all good things to consider. And to consult an agent like yourself, it is really just free to just have a conversation. And then if you choose to proceed with that agent, there you go, it's that simple. So let's talk about your home buying experience. Why why did you choose to purchase over rent? Well, I had rented in New Orleans when I had lived there, uh, excuse me, <laughs> when I had lived there uh, for college. I. Um, purchased a home, or no, sorry, I did not purchase a home. I rented a home um, my senior year and shortly uh, for a little bit afterwards. And uh, as much as I loved that home, it was not mine. And um, anything that I, I, I wanted to do with it, I had to do so knowing that um, it wouldn't benefit me in the long run if I wanted to redo the backyard. That's basically me giving a gift to my landlord because it's only a temporary satisfaction for me. Right. So I find that a lot of renters kind of run into these issues where they're not gaining value from the place that they live, which is where owning comes into play. When you own a home, you're not giving your money away to a landlord who's just using it to cover their costs and then some. Um, you're paying it into yourself. So you're giving yourself equity to set you up for your future, for your future but for possibilities, for options to think, one, you could sell your home once you've gained equity in it, and that equity would become essentially your profits. Um, so it's, it can liquefy that cash for you. Um, but at the same time, depending on what kind of situation you're in, you could 
tap into your equity and use it for a line of credit or use it for as uh, or, or refinance your home there's multiple options but the point is those are things that you cannot do if you rent and if you're renting you're just giving your money away and it's a shame because um there are so many programs available to get first-time home buyers um into a home with with, with very little down or or depending on the the requirements right. for each program, um, there are options and programs available to clients. That's definitely good to hear. And so you purchased a home prior to you being a realtor. So yeah. you basically were like blind in that process. Like, <laughs> well, I wouldn't say blind. I right. grew up... You had a little. He knew about real estate, but you were not a realtor yet. I was not a licensed agent, but I was doing marketing um, for real estate agents. And I grew up in a real estate family. Um, but yeah, I... I, I at that time, I was very new to my own home buying process. I hadn't gone through that. And I, my plan was I had saved money by living with, um, or mother, this is my sister. <laughs> and uh, uh, after college, when I moved back from New Orleans, um, to save some money so that I could buy my own place so I wouldn't have to be um, stuck renting and, and, and be losing that money instead of saving it. And um, I was very fortunate to be able to do that. So when I did find a place, I fell very much in love with it. And it was a beautiful condo in Green Valley, not too far from our office here. And um, it was gorgeous. It was super cute. It was, at the time, what I thought was in my budget. But the association decided that they were going to redo the grounds, and um, they increased their fees, which messed up with my financing. And unfortunately, it didn't work out for me with that place. And I was crushed but just for a moment. And I do see it in clients when they find a place that they like and it can happen that something goes awry um, like that, so stuff out of your control. The Homeowners Association right. ups their costs and it messes with your financing like it did with me. Um, and that's just life. Things happen and you have to figure out a way around it. As disappointing as it was, what I ended up finding and purchasing just a few months later um, was actually giving me more home uh, for the price that I was paying, um, a lower monthly payment, and on top of that, um, it was a single-family home versus the condo that I was looking at previously. So right. it offered me so much more, and I thought that um, it was something that I couldn't afford at the time, or I thought that option just wasn't accessible to me um, where I am currently financially. Um, but it was, which I thought was such a great lesson in terms of recognizing that the home you find, if you're not in love with it, or if it's not what you were expecting, that may just be that one home. And you can keep looking and find um, something that's more up to your standards because um, people list homes at all sorts of prices for right. who knows what. <laughs> but um, the, the main thing is to check comps and to make sure that your offer is at an appropriate and fair value. And that way um, it all benefits you. And obviously the experts all research this and Jeremy, from going through the home buying process, more than anyone knows how hard it can be. It's definitely heart-wrenching when you find the place. I remember I was with him. He was like, this is going to be my house. And then two days later, it was like, this is not my house. <laughs> but you know what? We ended up finding him a place, and he loves it. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you can get your heart set on a place. I had printed out pictures of that, that <laughs> condo, and I had hand-drawn furniture <laughs> where I thought the it should all go and everything. I was really in love with the idea. Um, 
but I think it's important to not um, sell yourself too quickly on something before it right. gets finalized. I know it's hard because uh, it's it's one of the biggest purchases of your life. <laughs> but um, yeah, like you said, I'm so happy where I am. And um, I live in a great community. I live in Inspirata, right by the dog park, um, where I get to walk my dog and meet other dog owners and, <laughs> and set up play dates for, for her and everything. And it's, it's been great. And what's really unique about that is the fact that this is your first home and you know it's just a first home. There's definitely, it's not like you have to stay there for the next 70 years or something. Right. So it's, it's just a home. You can always find a new one and it's really easy, especially if you have equity, which is a pro of owning versus renting and you're not tied down there for Yeah, I think that oftentimes um, we'll find buyers who have an idea of what they want their forever home to be, their dream home. And um, while everyone should have that in their mind and that should be something they're working towards, it may not be what you can access or afford for your first home or your second home. But I keep hitting this one again, <laughs> sorry. Uh, but uh, what is important to consider is why you are buying the home. If you are not at a point where you can afford your multi-million dollar dream home, uh, don't despair because you can work up to your your goals reasonably without having to to stay overextend yourself. Overextend yourself or to stay in a position where you're renting and again not saving that money to invest in, in, in future things. So what I think is important is for these first time home buyers to Accept some compromise at times. You won't always have to compromise. Sometimes right. you get a, 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 all the home you want at a, a low price. However, there are times where you want more than what you can get. And uh, that doesn't mean you won't ever be able to get it. Unfortunately, there will very rarely be a day where you just win a lottery and you have all of the money that you were hoping to get uh, to, to spend on your dream home or, or whatever you want. Um, as much as I would love to win the lottery. <laughs> um, it just isn't realistic. So what I often recommend to first-time home buyers is to find a home that you're willing to live in for a few years to build enough equity to use that as a launching pad or the first step of a ladder to access that equity and use that for your next home, which will be an, another step up and upgrade from there. And you can continue upgrading your way without ever having to go into debt trying to afford something that you really can't. Um, but if you are able to gain equity, you can keep the property, you can rent it out, continue right. making income that way, or trade up. Yeah, and these are all options that are easily explorable. So it's just, you gotta ask, you gotta see what you want. And obviously, compromise is occasionally key. You're not gonna get the perfect home right off the bat, you know, but you can definitely make your home perfect for you which is something Jeremy for definitely firsthand <laughs> learned. I do love decorating. <laughs> yes, and he has so many house plants. Maybe we should do a house plant episode with Jeremy yeah, on how I to can. take care of them. <laughs> I can totally do that. <laughs> but that's pretty much all we have for today. Oh, Jeremy, cool. thank you so much for your insight on being a youth in realty and as you guys know everyone perceive me as young please <laughs> <laughs> he is the vegas homeboy yes and he will be your homeboy 
You can find me on Instagram or Facebook at Vegas Homeboy. And you can look up on our website at hiderealestate.com to search for homes or find my email address or phone number to contact me. <laughs> and all his socials will be linked in the description. So thank you for joining us, my sweet, sweet brother. <laughs> thank you, <laughs> He Julia. will most definitely be back because he's obligated. <laughs> I am. I'm forced to be here. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Want more realty? Hit subscribe and leave us a review. Check out hiderealestate.com for more real estate opportunities. And as always, Stay thirsty.